0: good evening good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the worship and inspiration show on gn radio hope you're having a blessed and wonderful week and you know hope you've had a blessed and wonderful week so far this is the day the lord has made we will rejoice and be glad in it so if you've tuned in you know tuning right on time is the worship and inspiration show on gn radio we've come to encourage you we've come to share you know god's heart you know about worship And also, you know, to pour God's love on you through worship, you know, so that's so, so powerful. So on today's show, we have a very, very, very special guest all the way from Ghana. You know, he's traveled all around the world to perform and minister to various on various platforms. You know, I've been really inspired and also uplifted with his music, you know, and especially in these times, you know, we need to uplift ourselves. You know, we need to we need to actually go deep in a secret place and worship you know, transforms our heart. So thank you so much. His name actually is minister or pastor minister, Akesi Brimpong. And um, so please, I'd love you to welcome him. Um, you know, I know you guys are excited to 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 um, for me to interview him. So thank you so much for joining us, Minister Akesi Brimpong. Thank you so much, Amanda. It's a
1: pleasure being on your network. Uh, I'm on GN Radio, right?
0: Yes, you are. GN Radio UK. Yeah.
1: Being here. I
0: believe we're going to have good, uh, conversations and we're going to Yay, that's awesome. Yes, um, listeners, so yes, so GN Radio UK has covered not just in the UK, all around the UK, um, all around um, Europe as well. So I'm, I'm so blessed to have you on the show. Um, yay that's awesome so yes we'll just start off a bit more about you tell us a bit more about you um you know where your music journey began as an artist um yes
1: so yeah um my name is phil emas that's my father given name <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, my stage name is a case reform obviously and instead of uh, um as a recording artist five years ago before that um I was doing a lot of um studio studio stuff doing studio arrangement for some artists I uh, worked with a couple of groups here in Ghana voice of the spirit um uh and um uh, a couple of guys here in Ghana abroad I don't know if you've heard of I talk about four, five,
0: yeah I've heard they, of him yeah
1: Yeah. He used to do a lot of arrangements and um uh, record basically all his songs in and send it over to him in the UK to do his track in there. So, I've been doing this for years um, before I started off my journey as a recording artist. You can say that I'm a songwriter, I'm a recording artist and a worship leader and I'm a pastor as well. Wow. So that's basically what I
0: Wow, that's exciting. So you are a super creative. You're not just a songwriter, you, you lead worship, you know, you compose it as so well, you play instruments as well, don't you? Uh,
1: just a little bit of keyboards, just for composition.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Um, so yes, yeah, just tell us a bit more about um your music journey, um, you know, becoming a worship leader. Have you always, you know, had that desire from childhood that I wanted to become a worship leader. I wanted to go into music, um, or you know, did you? Was it divert? Did you? Um, did you go, go, get inspired from people, or how was? How did you? Should I say? How did you get to a place of knowing that this is what you wanted to do? Yeah, so um, music was you know
1: a part of you know my brain and my life parents are very musical. My mom actually relates um uh, Amachi Dede, De, the legendary Amachi Dede. De. Uh, it's my mom's cousin. Wow! Music is like, it's like um, something in the family. It's everybody's somehow, somehow musical. My kid brother plays, you know, um, the guitar. Uh, my sister is the same. You know? so it's, music is like something within the family. Oh, it was. It wasn't until I went to senior high school uh, mm-hmm. that I found out that it wasn't just a gift or a talent, but God had a, my core, you know, next to that gift that he had given me. So I began to take the music seriously in in senior high school, um, became music director for my senior high school choir, then transitioned from there to the um, group called Voice of the Trade non-national group uh, where I was a director for that group as so. well. And then to my church choir, started directing my church choir, my youth choir back at home in PWC, um, so, choir in Pumasi, so started directing the youth choir over there. Then I went to KNUST and started directing the Pensa choirs um, at the time with Pensa uh, um, Choir back in Tech. Pensa. And, and it was under my, you know, uh, music directorship that the choir was able to record um, their first album, supervise that album, but I think wrote about I, every one of my personal writings was on that album. So, um, it started off in Kumasi High School, mm. during the high school days, I knew, you know, I was very musical, living in, you know, a primary school, I used to sing for the girls, I sing. <laughs> These b songs. Is it? <laughs> when I got converted in in high school, when I started taking my Christian life my more seriously, I found out that my core was closely knit
0: to the gift of music that God had given me. So I started taking it very seriously. Wow.
1: What happened with me?
0: Hello? hello sorry listen it seems we might have lost hello i guess see you're back on sorry i thought we'd lost you for a second yes i am sorry yes okay so yes you were saying how i got converted was actually like at the mask of the encounter wow i went
1: to um in high school
0: mhm. that a young man would have. So what do you mean shambolic, diabolic ideas? Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: wanted to do all the crazy things that a young man would want to do, you know, a teenager, a teenager would want you to do. Mm. So I chose that school because I had friends there. I wanted to go in there and smoke the weed. I wanted to go <laughs> in there and chase the girls. <laughs> I wanted to go in there and do all those things that, you know, young people would want to do. Wow.
0: One day, you
1: know, I told you that, you know, my, 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 the, the thing with music was way back. So, I could sing. So one of the ways that I used to get away with um, the, the the house that the first years would do is to get in the preface room and start singing for them. So the prefects would put me in the first room while they had that first years are working, and doing the household work, then I'll be singing for the prefect. So one day, as I was singing for the prefect, there was this guy who was like, you know, um, a part of the chaplain people of the school, and he was a Muslim who had competed. he had this competition. And wow. So the prefect who uh, revered him was called um, Zachary Stuleman. So the guy who worked in the prefect's so room, and he was like singing, no scraps. I don't want no scraps can get no love for me. Beautiful. I don't
0: know if you know that song. Yeah, but I do. I <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm singing this song for the prefect, diving and grooving,
1: you know, and, and here I in Zachary, and it looks straight into my eyes and, and says to the prefect, this guy is not supposed to be singing these songs. God is saying to me right now that he's going to use this guy very much. And you you guys here are making him sing these
0: stupid songs. Oh my God, what did you think when he said that? So I was just, I was just, I was just struck just oh. looking at a guy like that. And
1: this guy was somebody the seniors revered so much. And so he took me from the professor room to see a senior called Obruso and he was the music director for Shalom's yes, which was like the SU group for the school. And, and gave him to that guy to train me from there. And so he swapped me up with a guy who was serving Obruso and gave that guy to my senior and I came to serve Obruso. And Obruso started taking me to ASU. That was how I got converted. They took me to prayer meetings, and then, you know, started taking me to Shalom Singles. And Obruso started calling me, you know, to become music
0: director for Shalom Singles. and, And it was like a year after I was converted, I started actually directing them back. Wow. And, you know, so that that was how I got converted, how I
1: walked into um this music thing. I really want I, I didn't know that I was, was going to get this far. Yeah, you know, that I was, I was just you know um just following after my gift and using my gift in the in the best
0: possible way that can affect people. I had a bigger plan. Amen. You know for this gift that is given. Amen. Wow, and like what you're saying, you know, having to leave everything, you know, the old way or the things that you're doing behind. For a lot of people now, um, who are possibly maybe listening to your show, um, they may actually be doing. Should I say worldly music or music? If I say worldly music, I know that will be attacked by a lot of people. But um, mm-hmm. you know, doing circle exactly let me just say circular because you know i get in trouble so circular music and uh, maybe they know they have a gift and they feel like maybe god is calling them but they're in circular music and they feel like they're making money or maybe they're getting attention and they can't seem to switch into their um what do you call it their calling how would you encourage them you know because you had a friend with you but there's a lot of people who are in circles where there's nobody around them to you know to pull them to to the truth so um, one of the
1: things that I used to tell me back, so used to tell me back in um, senior high school was that why just sing
0: when you can sing to make impact. Wow, why God just gives sing?
1: Gives mm. when you can sing to make impact. Because mm. if God gave you a gift, then he he has a plan for the gift, and, and if you if you believe that this gift of music was given to you by God, then you might as well plate it in his hands so he can use it. Amen. So it's not, it's not just, you know, making a livelihood of the gift of gifts that God has given you. But there's a bigger plan is there is, there is somebody's life probably depends on this gift that God has given you, Mm. somebody's, you know, breakthrough, somebody's encounter, actually is hinged on this gift of music that god has given you and so you don't surrender it to the one that gave you that knows how to hold that you know skill out of you and make you uh, the person use it the way he wants to use it that you try to use it how you feel is gonna make money for you or how you feel to make you popular you're actually using the gifts the wrong way
0: wow that is so powerful that's so, so powerful. And like you said, there's only God that, you know, if he gave you that gift, the only way that gift can be used for his purpose, if you connect it back to him. You know, if, if you're connected back to him. Wow, that is so, so powerful. So um, we're actually going to go on a music break. We're going to play one of your songs called Closer. Um, can you tell us a bit more about the song? And also, um, shall I say, what inspired you? What's the worst behind the song? What inspired you to write that song?
1: So when I wrote that song called Closer, I I felt a disconnection between me and God. Oh. And I believe that every time every that goes through that that phase of life, you, you, you come to a place where you don't see God around, it's like you don't feel him, you you know, you can't see his hand, you can't see his works all around you. And I wrote that song called Closer out of that experience. But most of
0: the time when you actually can see God, uh-huh. it's in the background working for you. Amen. 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 And everything else around us tells us, you know, he's with us. Everything around us, from nature to, you know, the sun, the moon, everything else around us, yeah, you know, tells us. Yeah. So, that's so powerful. So, guys, hope you're blessed by this song and, you know, you feel and draw closer to God through hearing the ministration from Minister Akesi Brimpon. So please enjoy closer okay okay listeners welcome back to the show you tune into the worship and inspiration show on gn radio here in gn radio uk and my name is amanda of your host for the show so we, we're actually speaking to akese brimpon just before the break and um, on the break we, we played this amazing song Closer. And yes, we'll continue to have a conversation with him. We live in very, very tough times at the moment because of Corona and there's so many things happening. And I know that, you know, you all love to hear a bit more about Akesi and the things that he's actually been through and how he overcame. And yes, so Akesi, tell us a bit more about your, um, your journey um, as an artist. There are struggles that you've been through. I know there's different types of struggles, but yeah. particularly concerning being a worshipper. Cause somebody else out there who's a worshipper you know might be going through that particular struggle hmm. yeah, one, of, one of the things that i struggled to do uh when i was started off was just walking to my core wow yeah when you know that this is what god has called you to do but you struggle to accept
1: it uh growing up you know i had, I had this this quest to be successful Mm. To be to be a successful person, I studied communication design in tech, and I wanted to have you know a graphics fame. I want to make huge money. I mean, the money. <laughs> and, uh, oh. and, uh, <laughs> I came I came to Accra. i left Kumasi, you know. i born, bred, and in Kumasi, but decided just make a move and come to Accra. I started doing um in change international service with one of the biggest advertising firms in Ghana. And here was a man that I revered to pull me off that league to come to serve in a place called Pentecost University. And I was like, I want to be here. And so we need to be there. And this man I revered him. So he puts me here. And all along, all, then, you know, selling to church one day, my pastor. Begin worship, my pastor calls all the leaders of the dead. They lay hands on the prophesied an
0: international music ministry over my life. Wow, uh,
1: and says, You know, commissions me to start, and I still am struggling to just walk into that thing because I, I, I look out there and I didn't see anybody living in that circles in that you know gospel music circles Mm that is living that kind of life I want to believe
0: it wow and that's a life of holiness Mm.
1: no I want to make it I want to make it big
0: you don't just want to be average you don't I
1: want to be successful I want to be huge wow and that was one of my biggest struggles one of my biggest struggles and in and in and in one of my times, you know, in prayer, mm-hmm. inquiring of God, what he would have me do. one of the things God showed me was that success is not the quantum of, you know, things you have,
2: mm-hmm.
1: not in the money, not in the, not in the, in the, you know, the fame, not in all of that, mm-hmm. but living to fulfill the assignment of God on your life.
0: Wow. Repeat that again. Success <laughs> is not in quantum of money, the
1: fame, but it's lead to fulfill the assignment of God on your life. Now, if God made you to be a worshiper, a musician, and you decide to be a banker, and you take all the money in the world and die and go, you are not successful. Wow. If God made you um, a preacher, and you are the most successful president, you still are not successful in the eyes of God. So for instance, Jesus died at age, fifty three and made so much impact because he late fulfill the assignment of God on his life. It doesn't even matter if you live 15 years and you fulfill the assignment of God and you have fulfilled destiny. It, it, it's, it's more important that you fulfill this, that uh, to live an old age. So Jesus the Messiah didn't live to be uh, 997 years old like Sarah, mm-hmm. but his impact, we can say, is bigger than the the, the, the longest the person who lived longest on earth. Wow! So when I came to that understanding, I realized that the, the earlier I walked into my calling, like, living out the life of the call the better for me. Wow. Because
0: you know, leaving your call is like a ticking time bomb. Yes if, it is. If you don't start early, you will not be able to finish early.
1: Wow. So because he just started early, he finished early and exited the world early and made his impact. And on top of that he's made he made his name as well.
0: Yes he did. <laughs> wow.
1: So struggle you know early on in life and God showed and the moment God showed me that I damned all the consequences and started living the life living the life of the whole I started you know delving deep into the call of
0: God in my life wow that's a blessing wow that's so powerful and actually when you were talking actually you know especially um you know you've been able to pursue the call of God over your life sometimes it feels like you know there can be for example when you're trying to pursue the god the call of god in your life there can be doubts there can be insecurity sometimes there can be financial difficulties you know you want to i don't know release that big song but when you look at your salary comes at the end of the month by the time you pay your bills you even think that how am i going to release the song how am i gonna you know um pursue my what god has given me when i don't even have anything else around what what is around me my, my environment i'm in it's not able to sustain me or push me to pursue it.
1: Mm. One thing comes to mind, you see, when Jesus Jesus said to the disciples, let's cross over to the other side, and they got in the boat, the disciples had no idea that
2: in the middle of that journey there's going to be turmoil, there's going to be, you know, a storm. Mm. But,
1: but, in the storm, Jesus was with them, and that was that was what matters. The fact that you feel you feel strongly that God's calling you to an assignment, never negates the fact that you face issues, you face difficulty. Sometimes hunger, sometimes you know poverty, sometimes mm. dejection, rejection. You face all of that, but just stay the course in a matter of time you realize that you have moved from where you are and have crossed over to the other side the only thing that matters is that you hear you heard him out clearly when he said let's go over to the other side the only thing that matters is that you heard him out clearly when he said record that song uh, take a step and he took that leap of faith if you did take that leap of faith, he will honor his word, but he has never, he has never, you know, um, um, dishonored his word, and he's not going to dishonor that word that he has given you. If you, if you take him by the word, by his word, you, before you realize you, if you would not one. Wow. That's it. And, and my I'm a, I'm a living testimony, when I started off this journey, Come in. I'm up until now. I don't have an executive producer. I executive produce everything that I've changed. No out. way. Me and my wife. You know, we've executive produced everything that we've changed out so far. And I can tell you that we lack nothing. Amen. God has been faithful all through the journey. Because, I mean, every step along the way, God keeps giving. As miracles upon miracles of financial provision of, of you know um, um, uh, people that come into our life and listen to us people that come to our life to shift our ministry to the next level and all of that if he said those words to you for you to launch out he has actually made available a bumper harvest for you already that's what i believe
0: wow that's so powerful so it's about just trusting him and holding on to his word. Wow, that's so powerful. And and how about you know sometimes God can say something, maybe you know God can say I've give I've i called you yeah, um, I've called you for something, at the beginning. And sometimes within the time of waiting for Him to direct you, there can be silence. Yeah. And in that midst, moment of silence, what do you do?
1: I've learned is to is to trust when you can't can see when you can't hear God trust when you can't see him trust so if God said those words to you you heard him out clearly there's some silence um, along the way just keep trusting him just keep pressing on you know, the church that he has already given you
0: Amen, amen. So we're going to go on a music break, and then we're going to actually play one of your songs called "God Is Working." Um, can you tell us a bit more about that particular song and the message, or shall I say, um, yeah, what what were the lyrics behind that song? And um, came from. Uh,
1: that song touches me to the core. It's it's one of um my deepest writings, and I actually don't don't say that I wrote that song because of the circumstance to which I got it. Now, let me just um, narrate the story and try to cut it short. So, um, my wife and I got married early in life because of, you know, what we thought God was calling us to. So, I was like 26. Wow. Um, and she was also around that time when we got married. And before we got married, we had, you know, when we were in court and we had names of children written down pretty bad then names that we were going to give back children and all of that but four years into our marriage we didn't have the fruit of the womb and it was a challenging time for us and i remember going to god and crying out to god in prayer and a couple of times my wife would come to me as, asking very very invasive questions questions that you know uh, seemingly cast a spell on the integrity of God mm. and who he is and all of that. So one day, as I was praying, the Lord, in the inquiring of God about this, our barren situation, God asked me very basic questions that when you were getting married to this girl, I said a lot of things about the marriage that you we were going in. I said, yes, sir. He said, I never told you you will be barren said, yes, sir, that is what I, um, I have come to. He said, go and tell the woman I've given you that when I turn her captivity, she'll be like a dreamer. Wow. So I went to my wife
2: and told her that this is what I gave my spirit. God says to tell you that when he turns your captivity, it will be like a dreamer. And my wife knows that when I see that I've heard from God, it's a serious issue. Mm-hmm.
1: And so... I told her that God is about to turn this activity of barrenness, but when He turns it, you will be like a dreamer.
2: Amen. A shuma passed.
1: Uh, she, she was at the time working with a banker, she had clothes from you work, know, and she took a taxi back home. Um, the taxi was full of armed robbers. What? There were armed robbers in the taxi. I mean, the people who were in the taxi were apparently armed robbers who robbed her phones, money, she actually wanted to go and pay her tax. She said she, they wanted to take her wedding ring and all that, shoved her into some push. some Somebody found my wife, you know, took her to the police station to lodge a complaint. The police people said when the doctor's report, so they can start investigations. They called me on the phone from the police station and she was distraught. Oh, my Lord. So, the next morning, I made her mom take her to the hospital to get checked by a doctor. And by divine orchestration, the doctor they met was a lady. And this lady doctor says that, oh, she needs to be... She was going to prescribe some drugs for her because they shoved her off the car and she has some pain in her arm. So, she was taking her some painkillers which were strong and so if she was pregnant it was going to complicate the pregnancy so just go do me a pregnancy test and let me ascertain that you are not pregnant wow those drugs for you. And she was distracted so her mom was, was able to you know convince her to go and take the pregnancy test and when the test came she was 8 weeks pregnant
0: wow glory be to god did though Wow.
1: And so, it was that situation, you know, of God telling her. And it's in fact when she called me on the phone to break the news to me, she was exactly as I told her, a dreamer. She didn't know whether to cry or to or to or to laugh. It was like mixed feelings for her, and she was eight weeks pregnant, wow. carrying a baby for eight weeks and they didn't know. And so. That situation was the situation that inspired the song God is Working. And one morning, as I was, you know, um, in my living room worshiping the songs, the the lyrics of that song started bubbling in my spirit, and I started, you know, just writing that song. At a point, God was asking me questions. Said. I, you see, you want a son. I said yes. sir. I want a son that I can carry on my heritage, I want to carry this name for the Kesembera. And God said, if I gave you that son that you so wish, and you were singing him a lullaby, what would you sing? And I said, well, that is simple. I'll just say, oh, and that's
0: Babe. wow. And God said to me
1: keep this thing that you are singing in the song. But I thought like, oh, this is just rich. These people will not understand this thing. What is this? So keep this thing you are singing in the song. Like, oh no. So when you sing that part of the song, it will be like me singing a lullaby to a troubled believer. Wow, it's beautiful. Yeah, and if if, you know, if you're from Africa, you can know that this sing lullabies when children so yes. and people. Them down, so I asked the question Can you say, do you really say <laughs> that you,
0: you don't read your Bible? Go to Zephaniah 3 16 and 17. Mm. So I just took my phone and went just looked at the scripture, and it was a scripture that talks about what will quiet you and the not... uh,
1: 17.
0: Yeah, it was love, you, yeah. You, you He will joy over you with singing. And I found out that
1: God can choose him. So when you are in trouble, when you are distraught and you are you you seem restless, Mm. God sings of you as a believer to calm you. So that story actually inspired the song God is Working. And it's one of my biggest songs, the song that won me numerous awards, took me to
0: big international platforms and the one with the song that soon to my heart wow that's so powerful and it's so amazing of god sometimes you know to use our struggles that he makes everything work out for our good exactly. and to use our struggles to use the the hard times and to use you know our um our difficulties you know to bring to bring glory to him and also to to bring um hope to others Because you'd be surprised how so many people who don't know the message behind the song now can listen to the song and have hope. And also receive that um, impartation or receive that, um, shall I say, breakthrough. Because there's so many people I know, young couples who are married, who are waiting for children, who are involved in ministry. Wow, that's so powerful. So ladies and gentlemen, please enjoy the song God is Working. And we'll see you shortly after the break. Welcome back listeners, I hope you're enjoying the show, we're talking to Minister Akesi Brimpong. He's a pastor, worship leader, singer, songwriter And before the break he was telling us about, a bit about his testimony Relation to that song, God is working and also so 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 powerful And now knowing that he's, he pastors, you know um, An amazing church, empowerment and worship centre in Accra And I know that he's well connected with the youth and at the moment, there's so much happening you know around the world, and I feel like with with the young with us especially the young people it's 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 very easy to be distracted and yeah, so could we be able to would you be able to tell us a bit more about um how to stay focused or how you you stayed focused you know during during the times of your youth and how to stay focused in this time, especially as a young person, how not to be lured into into the things that's happening in the world? How to how to stay on fire for God?
1: Yeah, In this it is lockdown moment and this you know COVID nineteen season. Well, one of the things I keep telling um, the young people are pastor and the young people are mentor is that lockdown is it's um it's a setup for encounter. Wow! If you if you look to the Bible every time people were confined were placed. like for instance in in the in, in time of the disciples at pentecost they were confined to a place okay uh even with um with the the coats that gives it you know sat on the coat or you know um what's, what's the other name for a, uh, a donkey okay the donkey mm-hmm. was actually locked down in the outskirts of a city Mm-hmm. so jesus said to the disciples go to the city straightway and um, in the in the gates of the city you see a donkey that has been tied down and bring him to me so a lockdown i believe is you know um, um a goal set up to encounter people so in 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 the days of the disciples in Pentecost they were they were encamped." in a place, in what place where they all and the activity you do in the lockdown is very, very, very important. That book that is lying on your shelf that you are you are, it, it's been locked there for
2: years. You've not, you know, been able to read. This is the time to read that book. Mm. Uh, that skill that you've
1: been wanting to acquire you know, uh, whilst you are locked down, It's the time to apply that skill Mm -hmm. and, and, and this is the time to actually delve deep into, if you're in the ministry like myself, Mm -hmm. it's the time to delve deep into prayer, into fellowship, into uh, into the practice of solitude. If you're a songwriter, one of, one of the disciplines I learned early is the practice of solitude. Jesus every time woke up early in the morning to be just by himself with the Father. And, 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 and that is one discipline that we need to actually cultivate if we are going to be in keeping with God and be able to download from him. We need to cultivate that habit of practicing solitude and it's lockdown season, this corona season where everything seems to be on standstill. It's when we get the chance to actually do that. That first thing that you've been, you've been wanting a time to tell people
0: <laughs> to do past fellowship
1: with God. This is the time to do that then. Amen. This is the time. You, you want time. God has orchestrated to give you that.
0: More than enough time.
1: <laughs> More than enough time. <laughs> so, be telling my young people work, work how you can work because there is coming... It's coming a time where you, you want to have the time, this this luxury of time to do the thing that you've been wanting to do. So for my team and I, we have been working ever since this, you know, blog uh, uh, that began. Hitting studio upon the day after day in studio working. Mm. And when this season
0: is over, we start turning our music, you will know that we have be very productive in this lockdown period. Wow. That is so powerful. And like you said, you know, that book that's on that shelf, that that thing that you want to learn, you know, get up, we, actually, we should actually get up and, and make use of the time. The fact that there's nothing to do, does not mean you do nothing. Yeah. You know, there's still something yeah. to do. And also in speaking to, um, you know, those who are dealing with anxiety, especially in depression. I don't know, obviously in Ghana, people don't speak much about it, but you know, in, in England here, it's like, it's crazy, it's, 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 it's something that, you're thinking, why are you depressed for, you're, you've you got money, you're eating, you're you, you are sleeping, you're sleeping in the house, somebody else doesn't, but, you know, but. <laughs> one of my American friends said to me, he said, nobody's depressed in Africa, they're not depressed in Africa, and that's a lie, is it?
1: Yeah, it's a lie so wow. because they see us bubbly all the time people go through stuff wow people go through stuff and 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 we need to have a place where we can vent our frustrations people who can listen people who can counsel people we can go to when we are facing issues and uh, this is a time where people actually people who are immediately travel themselves uh, whether through uh, phone calls whether through um, social media engagements, whatever felt you can engage. We need to engage our young people, everybody we can engage. Because we need to preserve ourselves. Self preservation is important in this season. One of the ways to preserve ourselves is to get connected with each other. Uh whether through you know social media, whether through phone calls internet and all that. Let's get some, some some kind of stuff, some engaging stuff going. That's why my my team and I put together the the Hill land virtual concept. We put together a concept so we can engage, you know, our funds around the world and it was phenomenal. I think it's time for us to get engaged even in this, you know, season. The internet, I believe, uh, gave us an opportunity to engage even around these times. Let's engage. I mean, don't, don't, don't don't carry your burdens alone. Mm. The load shared um, is you know, if you share your load, you loosen it, you loosen it up. So share your load. Um with people you can trust, with people, you know, who can you know of you and, and be able to, you know, hold you up in prayer and don't don't sink. Don't sink, don't kill yourself. Don't sit don't kill yourself. We are here to help.
0: Amen, amen. Wow. Wow, that's so powerful. And also, I know that you know you being successful in what God has called you to do, and um, what are some of the characteristics you would you say that you've had to um, adapt? What are some of the, you know, um, should I say behave? Be, should I say characteristics or behavior? Or what are some of the things that the Lord had to work in you, never for you to be where you are today?
1: Uh, one of one of the things I think the Lord works was uh, in me
2: was. I, mm. I, uh,
1: I, I consider myself a perfectionist mm-hmm. and so I mean, the people I work with will tell you that I'm very strict on what I want. This is, this is the way we approach the music. So with my musicians, especially if we don't get it right, it's not going out. you know, that kind of thing. Uh, I used to, I used to, fast about why people were not applying themselves to, you know, the news again. Why people were not applying themselves to the things of God. Mm. And God God showed me that um, all of those things are based on your level of revelation of God. Mm. And since revelation is not universal, people have different and the deeper you walk with God, you you get deeper revelations with him. And so even your attitude towards God's word is based upon your the revelation you have God. Wow. So if you if 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 you if you believe that God God is perfect God and you are doing music then you would want to approach it that way. Wow. And, but that's one of the things, and I used to, I used to really give people a hard time. I mean, my musicians, my saying is, I used to give them a hard time. One time, my wife told me that <laughs> I'm behaving like a taskmaster. master. <laughs> yeah, but one God showed me that I began to actually understand and be patient people and help people grow, help people, you know, um, get the level you expect of them. Patience it's a virtue i think to understand that patience is a, is a is a big virtue and we all need to cultivate that virtue called patience it's so one of the things
0: that god has you know worked in me it's patience yeah. wow wow and obviously you were talking about you know your how um the struggle that you went through in order to um be successful at your call what does it take to be successful you know, at what God has called you to do, because God might have called you, but like you said, you didn't want to be just any normal, um, what you call not normal, but you know, just um, someone playing piano and it's just going to sing every Sunday at one church. You wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, you wanted to, you wanted to be the best that God has called you to be. So, what are some of the disciplines that you've had to adapt? What well, well, the discipline of hard work, mm-hmm. the discipline of prayer the discipline of Bible study, and the discipline of sonship. Um, one of the things
1: that I found out is that everybody wants to be a father and don't want to be a son, especially in our circles. Wow. But you need to have a source. You need to have a root. You need to, you need to be accountable to, to somebody. There must be somebody who can call you to count it. If he if found out you are not doing the right things. You know, and so, for me, those are some of the disciplines that I have learned hard work. Like giving off your best, putting in your best, you know, challenging yourself, taking risks, those things. Uh, I, I believe God honors those things. And the discipline of prayer, I believe that nothing happens except pray about it. So, as much as we work, we we, we, we try to better our crafts. In our art we invest the same amount of, of 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 discipline into prayer and so we pray and and again the of the word um i found out that anointing 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 um is connected to how much of the word of god you have on the inside of it wow um um job said that the changing of oil results in butter. We all know that oil, um, I mean milk, the channel of milk results in butter. Yeah. And, and we know that milk is symbolic of the word of God, right? Mm-hmm. As as newborn babies desire the milk of the word, okay, so we know that milk is symbolic of the word of God. And so the churning of milk is what results in butter. The butter is equated to the oil, the anointing. And so it is, the amount of the word of God you have on the inside of you that the Holy Spirit changes that results into, in the anointing. The anointing is not anything that comes from anywhere. It is the amount of the word of God you have on the inside of you. You can be an anointed preacher, an anointed servant, an anointed musician, if you are not a person skilled the word and full of the Holy Ghost. Those are the things that are important, the most important things uh, when it comes to the disciplines of a of a minister, of a musician, of a worship leader. Uh, and so those things are, are key to me. The discipline of prayer, the discipline of Bible study, the discipline of you know hard work. I'm talking about the art, affecting the arts and the craft, you know, studying about what you are called to do then bringing it to bear on what you are called to do. And, and most importantly, the discipline of prayer and the discipline of sandship, which is submitting to an authority, um, getting guidance and staying in the truth. Those are some of the disciplines
0: um, I've learned over the years. Wow, that's so powerful. I feel like I've learned so much. It's amazing. Wow, i have to definitely visit your church. Um, you know, my next visit to Ghana, I was in Ghana in December, I didn't even look that way. I was I was I lived in Taifa, not too far. I can't even believe I didn't even come to your church. <laughs> wow. yeah. But God willing will happen again this year. Wow. Sure. Wow. So we're I gonna love you. Amen. Yeah. So we're gonna go on a quick music break again. And um it's a song called Crazy Love, um, the Afro pop mm-hmm. version that we're going to play. Can you tell us a bit about that song? So that song is actually on not this album released
1: uh, five years ago it was that song that actually took me to blind light it was a song that gave me african gospel music awards um 2015 Discovery of the year and we, we did a remix of that song uh, um two years ago and recorded it live i got my friend um Bernard franklin to do it with me and it's one of the songs that the young people love a lot it's, it's, it's a big song in ghana don't
0: know about the uk oh don't worry you can we listen to you as well <laughs> we listen to you as well that's amazing so um please enjoy the song called um crazy love okay okay listeners welcome back and um hope you're blessed by that song crazy love and by kese Brimpong. we're still talking to akese Brimpong. pong you tune in to the worship and inspiration show on GM Radio and my name is Amanda Ofori and yes so we're talking to Kese, um before the break about what it takes you know to be successful in, in what God has called you to do. So going on we're going to actually talk about um some of the struggles that young people face especially maybe especially in ministry I'm not going to lie um, you know in the area of lust and um, so yeah, Kesey tell us a bit more about how, not necessarily you've dealt with lust, but how to also overcome the issue of lust, um, you know, in ministry or lust, overcoming the spirit of lust and actually pursuing what God is calling you to do.
1: I know that, yeah, surely morality and lust, if you will, I, I think when it comes to, you know, young people, Um, in ministry and pursuing the call of God on their lives Uh, was was one of the reasons why um, personally, I decided to get married early. Wow. I don't, yeah, and in fact, it was uh, of my spiritual father's, I don't know, and they, they thought that, you know, the woman I was moving with was the right person, don't wait too long don't wait too long and get yourself into problems and trouble. So I, I it was a personal decision I made and I think as far as I'm concerned it has paid off. It has it has helped me keep a cool head in ministry and concentrate on, you know the weightier things. The, the the thing about sexual immorality is that they can cloud your judgment. Mm. Okay. Um if if you're a different guy and you are you are you are know, already giving off the cookie because of what is getting getting your judgment can be clouded so much so that even when God is telling you this is not the right thing, the the the, the, the uh, what you are getting actually clouds your judgment so much so that you are not even heeding the voice of God. Mm. And so my advice and what I keep telling the young people i enter is that when you are not ready to get married, don't start
0: dating. Wow. So you remain single? Yeah. Remain single in the lockdown, guys. Listen. Follow after your call. Channel your desire. Yes, channel all the energy into something creative. Wow.
1: Until you are ready. You know that, oh, I, I am I'm during the time I want to marry. So I'm ready to get married before we start dating. Don't, don't, don't be okay the girl's hearts. It's don't do that. If you know you're not ready for marriage, don't go proposing to a girl and break her heart along the way. It's one of the things my father taught me against prior from, you know, the onset when I was a teenager, don't play
2: with the hearts of other girls. Mm. If you don't want boys to be playing with the hearts of your sisters, mm.
1: don't play with the, the hearts of other girls. And one of the things that has been a guiding principle is the advice that Paul gave his spiritual son Timothy. Okay. He told Timothy to look on the, the sisters in the church, all of them, treat them, the girls in the church, Timothy, treat them as your sisters. That was the advice Paul gave his spiritual son, Timothy. And so, all of the ladies that come away, I have, they are all sisters, I have sisters owned all of them, <laughs> except the one that God has chosen for me as a wife. Wow. You know, and I think that that is, that is one disposition that will help us.
0: Wow, that's so powerful. People, and
1: you know, in ministry, all the people that have come your way through ministry, they are your sisters. They are daughters of Zion. They are God's children. And if you are a child of God, they are your sisters. God has given you one if you are, if you are, if you are married, God has given you one as a wife. And that is where you channel your last, your wow. you know, emotional stuff. That's where you channel it. God has given you an outlet, a legitimate outlet for your lust. <laughs> channel it there. All the other sisters, all the other ladies are your sisters. So that is the advice that Paul actually gave San Timothy, who was a young guy in ministry. Timothy was pastoring a church, a young guy pastoring a church, and that was the advice the spiritual father gave him. And so that is the advice I give the young people that I mentor, and even myself. All the sisters that come my way through ministry are sisters. I have a legitimate outlet for my last and that
0: is my wife. I channel it there. Wow! That's all. Wow, that's amazing. And I think it all comes back to being disciplined as well. You know, as speaking, you're speaking, you're, 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 you you're disciplined in all areas. Once God is disciplined in one area, he's like he makes you disciplined. You know, you know your your your, your boundaries. Mm-hmm. If that's the word. Mm-hmm. And yes, and also concerning obviously relationship choosing the right um you know person that God has for you, especially knowing that God has called you into ministry um how did you come about choosing that? what advice would you give um in people making that decision?
1: Most of the time we young people tend to think that uh, marriage is a love thing okay it's a thing about love, but I always tell them. That marriage is not much of a love thing, but much of a purpose thing. Mm. You marry for your purpose. And for the sake of love. You obviously must love the person, but does that person fit into the purpose of God for your life? That is the most important thing. So, Genesis says, for this cause, a man shall leave his mother and father and cleave. For this cause, the word cause actually refers to purpose. Mm. So, marriage is not a lot thing at all, it is a purpose thing. So, you marry for where you are going and not where you are. Wow! So, if God has has called you to be, a, a, you know, a multi-billionaire. You <laughs> marry a woman who fits a multi-billionaire, t- <laughs> even though you are earning, uh, you know, five hundred
2: pounds a month. So you marry a woman who is going there with you.
1: Mm. Yeah. So I, 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 I believe that. I believe that mm. if the person is supposed to be a help mix like the bible says it yeah the person must be must be you know of the same purpose should be going the way the way you are headed to be able to give you the kind of help that you need you need wow so don't marry somebody who is heading east if you are heading west
0: or not if you're heading south (laughs) (laughs) or no if you're heading south so how about for example mm. uh, Oh sorry, you go on. Oh sorry, you carry on. Oh, no, I wanted you to speak first. Oh. I I think I
1: I have lost I've lost track of what I was gonna
0: say. Oh, okay, sorry, I distracted you. Um, so I was I was actually talking about the fact making that decision as well in terms of um for some people they feel like okay, God might have shown that person a dream. Or for a lot of um, young sisters, you know, we wait along for a long time. And it's like, <laughs> you know, maybe the wrong guy is approaching or the wrong, not necessarily the wrong guy. Like, say, somebody's heading south and you're heading north, it's approaching. And then you, it's like you're praying to God, you're seeking the face of God. God has showed you something, but then you still need that confirmation. God, is this you? Is this what you're saying? So around making the decision, making the decision of, you know, of who God, making a decision and, and hearing the voice of God concerning who the person is. You know, because apart from the person going, like, he's so said, walking in purpose with you? Do you now need to hear what God is saying? Like, you need to hear directly from God, this is the one. What is your judgment on that?
1: Ways that you know God speaks to them, different mm. channels God speaks to them. Um, somebody, it may be through a dream, somebody, maybe different things. Mm.
2: Uh, uh,
1: uh, and so, in seeking the face of uh you know, somebody if you try to marry, it's not supposed to be something, you know, impulsive. like a person says, I saw it in a dream, God says, Hey,
2: you are my wife, and and that's it. You must hear God for yourself. Mm.
1: You must hear God for yourself. One, of, one illustration in the Bible that gets to me is when you know I entered to God and said, to God, "God, the the the, uh, the woman you gave me,
2: mm-hmm.
1: the, you gave me." the only reason Adam had the guts to go to God and tell him the human you gave me God gave Adam the woman so if God gave you the woman when there is a problem you can go to God and say the woman who gave me
2: Mm. or
1: the man who gave me if God didn't give you can't go to God and tell God the the best you gave me
2: uh-huh.
1: is or the it... woman you gave me. God you give the person to you. And even when the Bible says that what 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 God has together, let no put asunder. Mm. It is that which God has put together that we don't put asunder. Mm. What what man has put together. Wow. So sometimes it a presupposition that there they are actually marriages that men put together, and God didn't put together. Wow. Yeah, and there are marriages that you know God put together. I was conversing with a friend of a friend of mine, and he holds he holds the the um, the opinion that God doesn't choose wives again. Really? For anybody. That's that's what that's that's. And he has he has he showed me his biblical stance because you know. He says, when Adam went to God and told God, the woman you gave me, when God repented, and God said, now you, the man, go find a wife.
2: Mm. So,
1: so he, he calls the scripture that says that he that finds a wife, find, finds a good thing and you know, obtains, you know, favor in the sight of God.
0: That was, that was you know, what he was saying. And what, what do you think about that? Is he wrong or...
1: And I said, "This, this, this was my 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 butter.
0: I said, "In the case of Isaac, there was a finding, was there not?" Yes, there was. Yeah,
1: there was a finding. Mm-hmm. Um, the the the, the, the servant was tasked to go find, but even in the finding, Isaac made room for God to operate. Go yep. So you are supposed to find, but you are not supposed to go finding without God.
0: Ooh, that's deep.
1: It, 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 the, the Bible says, He that finds a wife finds a good thing and you know, obtains favor and resentment doesn't mean that you go find the wife without God. Hmm. You can find a wife without God and you can find a wife with God. And example, according to the example in scripture where Isaac's wife was found, but it wasn't found without God And that's that, that that's how I believe that moment is for us, you know, uh, to to also, you know, go by. So your partner, your wife, your husband, you are not founding him on earth without uh, the intervention of God or the
0: influence of God or, or moving God in. You need to do that with God. Wow. Wow. That is so powerful. And it's God that put the institution of marriage together. So how can we do anything without him or outside of his His will?
1: Exactly. Exactly. If, if he's the one that institutes marriage. marriage in the first place, why do we want to contract marriages without the... him? Mm-hmm person that actually instituted marriage and gave us, you know, the ordinance of marriage and how to actually go around it. Why do we want to do it without him? It's, it's, it baffles me,
0: though. <laughs> it is, it is. I think human beings, we like some form of control. We like some form of, yeah. we have free will, but it's like, you know, there's still, there's still, that there, we have free will, but there's not everything that we can still do. It's not everything that we're, we are able to do. We have free will, but we're not restricted. But, you know, it's not everything that's good for us.
2: Exactly.
0: You know, exactly. so, so that's so powerful. And I know you have um, a song coming out um on the 2nd of June. We're all excited. We've already seen the dance moves, you know, with you and Joe Metal. And we're like, wow, we all can't wait to see it. Um, so tell us a bit more about that particular song. And definitely we'll play it on the show, Um, you know, for the next week's show.
1: Sure, sure. So um, it's called blessed, and I recorded it with my friend Joe um, a few months back. It's, it's a very you know, fully really Afro pop song. I'm sure it's being in a big thing, uh, body of particularly people. So they have that out of upbeat vibe. We like the to it, too, 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 too. so yeah. We expecting that the company is well on, on, on uh social media. The, um, the dance challenge that was started and was started by Joe. Um somewhere last year. He he went on a so I started again that he can dance better, better than everybody else. <laughs> and uh, we we trying to, you know, revive that thing with with the
0: Okay, yes. Yeah, so um, Minister Kese, please tell us um, a bit more about um, your song, your new song that's coming out on the 2nd of June. We saw you and um, Joe Metal, you know, doing your dance. We're excited to actually see the video and hear the song. So, the song Blessed, Future featuring Joe Metal. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about that song and um, the release on Tuesday. Um, a lot of people have been calling for this already. I mean, Joe, um, we did a
1: feature on Joe's um, God of Miracles album, I think two or three years ago, a um, song called "Higher," And people were asking for, you know, uh, a rap battle of sauce so that I feature Joe on one song. So we started planning this. and I got this new vibe that I thought it was really, really, really appropriate for Joe to be on. We recorded that last year, and, and I'm excited for us to release it. Uh, On Tuesday, it's a very groovy, jivey song, Afro, Afro pop uh, um, groove to it, and I and I and I believe that the young people would love that song a lot. Uh, You get your dance on, get your dancing shoes, and you know, make sure you sharpen your moves, your dance moves, because this one is gonna really, really, really set you out in a dance uh, unto God. So, yeah, I'm excited about the releases coming on Tuesday on all digital platforms. There's a music video to it that will be released on our YouTube channel also. You can get the audio on, you know, um, iTunes, Apple Music, Deezer, Spotify, all the online stores. I'm sure it's going to be a great listen.
0: Wow, thank you so much. Wow. And, um, yes, yeah, so lastly, we'll be able to maybe give a word of encouragement and a prayer for everyone um, listening as well. I just
1: want to say that this um corona season has brought a lot of things things are not moving the way we thought things will move it's as if you know the word of god that was you know spoken over 2020 hmm. and over your life for the year 2020 is not gonna come to pass but i came to encourage you and to tell you that in part of the happiness corona didn't happen at the
2: blind side of God. Nothing happens at the blind side of God. Amen. so if God said those words to you in the beginning of the year, keep working at it and believe it, it will surely Amen. come to pass. Not even Corona can 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 twat the word of God for your life.
1: Amen. Um, I believe that whatever you have lost in this season of Corona, whether it's a job, whether it's some income, Whatever you have lost in this season of Corona, God will restore, not just in a, in, in, in a full, but a hundred and a thousand foot.
0: Amen. 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 Wow. And then your last um, word of prayer for, for everyone listening as well.
1: And so, Father, we want to thank you for your people. Thank you for everyone listening to us we send for prayer on behalf of everyone listening to you into into the heavenly places and we command oh god that your peace that surpasses all understanding will flood our hearts let it be said oh god that this season this corona season came to uplift whilst men are cast down let it be said of us that Amen. we were lifted even in the name of jesus we pray your protection we pray that you will cover, you will shield us from every onslaught of the wicked one Mm. and we pray that you will shield us in, lock us in, in yourself, that the enemy shall not come our dwelling place. May your feathers and your wings cover us in the name of Jesus and guide us from every plan, plot, scheme, manoeuvres, manipulations and machinations of the wicked one. Mm. Let your name be glorified in our lives, even in this season and cause
0: us to be able to say that these two shall pass. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you so much for joining us, Minister Akesi Brimpong, and sharing, you know your light and your wisdom. Um. So um, how can we follow you? I know you're on um, Instagram, um, Akesi Brimpong. Uh, on Instagram is Akesi the Lion. Oh, Akesi the Lion, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: and on Twitter too is Akesi the Lion. On Facebook is Akessa Breakpoint and on YouTube the channel is Akessa Bimpom. You can subscribe to that channel. There are a lot of goodies coming.
0: Well, wow, exciting! And also, do you have some of your preachings on YouTube as well? Or?
1: No, I, you can't find me preaching on YouTube yet.
0: I think you need to because after after today, I think a lot of people will be looking for for that. <laughs> <laughs> we will. Yay! It's a good time yay that's awesome so thank you so much for joining us so yes listeners please tune in again thank you all for tuning in uh, again there's a worship and inspiration show on GN radio my name is Amanda Ofori so tune in again next week Sunday and have a blessed and wonderful week ahead god bless Bye bye